0: This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello everyone, welcome to this next episode, episode 2 of War Vessel Radio. Very excited to be uh, diving into the, to this uh, episode today. Um, my heart for this podcast, as I mentioned uh, in the intro episode, is to overcome the frustrations that Christians have with not realizing the power of God that they have been given in Christ um, and we see this all the time i think especially in my generation um, you know this man how can i as a young man a single guy live fully for christ or and that can be for for young ladies as well um, or any or any in a relationship how how can we effectively and truly live genuinely for Jesus um, and it just it there's this frustration that it seems impossible to do that, given all the distractions of our culture, um, personalities, what what have you, drives that we can live for this. I that my heart is to to grow with you guys as listeners and really pursue the heart of Jesus and recognize that this is possible and that this is fully a livable. Christian walk as found in the Bible is possible and everything that uh, from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, the words of God are true and we can trust them and we can have faith in them and we can reckon all the promises that he's given us, that we've been given everything for life and godliness, that we've been given the fullness of Christ, that we can live the Christian walk purely and uprightly before the Lord uh, is, I believe, to be the truest thing in in life and I really want to grasp that in my own life and I want to bring it into, uh, as I'm learning this stuff, I want to be bringing it into uh, a greater uh, audience as well and searching the heart of Christ together. So thank you all for joining me in this. So today I want to talk about um, love the Lord your God, the greatest commandment. Um, This is, I believe, The bedrock, the foundation, if you will, for the Christian life. If we can't, if we don't love the Lord in our hearts, we can't love ourselves, we can't love those around us, and we just fall flat on our face. And we are in this depression and uh, just this inability to have any power of Christ in our lives because our hearts are in pursuit of ourselves and not pursuit of our God who created us. And so I want to look at. Uh, what it means to love God. So very quickly, um, the first really cool element you see in the Bible, where it commands us to love the Lord your God, is in Deuteronomy six, uh, verses one. And I want to um, read that very quickly. So, verse uh, Deuteronomy six, verses one to nine. Now this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore hear O Israel and be careful to observe it that it may be well with you and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you a land flowing with milk and honey hear O Israel the Lord our God the Lord is one you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart you shall teach them diligently to your children you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now, a brief introduction into Deuteronomy. Uh, the Israelites are have been wandering the desert, and they are on the brink of entering into the promised land. In Deuteronomy, is Moses giving a recap of their past history for these 40 years since their bondage um, in, in Egypt. And so the entire book of Deuteronomy is really a recap of all the law as they've it's now becoming a reality. They're moving from hypothetical being in the desert and not possessing the promised land to now being at the very doorstep of the promised land and recognizing we are going to be entering into the land of promise and now all these laws and these commands that we've been given uh actually pertain now to the life we're going to be living in this new land that God's given us, so Moses is recapping what they are to be doing and i, I the focus here is uh, the lord the Lord is one. you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and as you move as he moves down through that you see, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You should talk of them when you sit in your house, when you wake up in the morning, when you lie down. Um, basically, he's he's reiterating, he's saying, these things need to be right in front of you at all times. They need to be the meditation of your heart, the meditation of your lips, your mind, uh, the actions. You need to teach them to d- those around you, your children. Um, and... So, and then he moves into all the commands of Israel. But the greatest command here is love the Lord your God. If they do not love the Lord your God, their God, they could not fulfill the other commands that they'd been given. And so, that is really uh, a cool thing to look at. That uh, we need to be, our heart should be in loving our God in order to fulfill the commands that He's given us. But the first command is we have to love God. And so I'm really interested in what that looks like and desiring for in my own heart to be pursuing that element. So um, this isn't a hypothetical that we aspire to live by the commands of God, but instead we choose to live in the reality of those commands and recognize that they are to be a reality in our life, and we don't aspire to them, but rather we choose to do them because it brings us into a closer relationship with Him. Uh, and then the next scripture I want to go in into tying this all up is Matthew twenty two, thirty six to forty, and this is uh, a lawyer, a Pharisee lawyer, telling or asking Jesus a question, um, and so I'll just read this quick. The, then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, teaching him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So we see again this heavy emphasis on love the Lord your God with your entire being, every element of you, your heart, your soul, and with your mind. And these things are to be given over to God as an offering of love that our focus in all of these areas are on our Lord and so um and this is getting towards the relationship of christ in or- you need to be in relationship with Christ in order to love god uh, when when you love something you cherish it, you pursue it, and you long for it um, this is the kind of relationship Jesus offers us through his fulfillment of the two great commandments on the cross he he died on the cross to fulfill he so he perfectly lived for his father and he loved all of us to the point that he died on the cross which fulfilled those two commandments we can never fulfill those commandments on our own we need jesus to fulfill those commandments and he also fulfilled all the law and all the prophets he fulfilled all the prof- the prophecies of his first coming in this life to his death and his ascension into heaven and his return uh, in the future that we have yet to see he has still fulfilled those future prophecies we just have yet to see them and so he through this we can see he has given us a way to intimacy and relationship with him and is our part to seek and pursue him and so the question really is how do we demonstrate that we love god um and I want to look, this is Mark twelve twenty eight to 34, which is a mirror of Matthew twenty two thirty six forty, 40, but it, it casts this event in a little different light, which I think is uh, extremely cool. Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, The first of the commandments is Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So the scribe said to him, Well said, teacher, you have spoken the truth. For there is one God, and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than than the, all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices, is more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now, when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, "You are not far from the kingdom of God." But after that, no one dared question him. And this passage just adds a fuller um, element to the Matthew twenty-two thirty-six to forty passage. As we see, there's a relationship between Jesus and the scribe. Jesus has answered uh, the scribe's question, and the scribe recognizes that this was a wise answer and that it's the right, correct answer. And the scribe has all the knowledge and understanding of what God desires. But Jesus says, you are very close to the kingdom of God. He hadn't obtained what it truly meant to live in the kingdom of God. And I think this is very interesting because... I think a lot of us live this way where we, growing up as me, like I'm pointing at myself here, growing up I had a ton of knowledge of that had been poured into me from church, from from reading scripture, um, and from a desire to understand God. And I have all this knowledge and all this understanding and all this truth, but I I kept falling short in my life of, what this all actually meant how did it live in my life there was no proof of it really in my life I couldn't apply it in the way that I felt Christ was calling me to apply it and so I've been I've fallen short of this relationship I hadn't fully obtained the fullness of Christ in his kingdom yet just as it says in the to about this scribe in in this passage in Mark um, and the reason for that is while I had all this knowledge it was really just a fake way of me getting through life. I, I was putting on a good show. My life did not imitate that of Christ. My desire was not for Christ. It was for myself. And that I, I was only pursuing the things that I want to pursue. And my focus was not Jesus. It was just creating an image that appeared to be of Jesus and a nice Christian outside. And that is not what Christ is asking for he does not want us to look just like him. He wants to be in relationship with us. It's the inner part, not the out- outward part that he he desires. Our outward part can look great and marvelous, but if we don't have the inner relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus, it's not worth anything. And so how do so how do we demonstrate our love for God? How do we make our inside spirit align with his love and come in relationship with him? And that is through an investment. In order to have a true and full relationship with Christ, our hearts have to be in pursuit of him. Our minds have to be in pursuit of him. Our souls have to be pursuing him. We need to be investing time in prayer and talking back and forth with our Lord and our Savior and someone who desperately wants to have a full relationship with us, who loves us far beyond than all that we can ask or think. Uh, we need to study the Word of God. We need to be coming to the very words of Jesus and our Father in the Bible, and examining what these are, and looking at them from a uh, a heart that is and desiring a response from Jesus. And so, uh, and actually investing time and energy into the desires of Jesus and not our own desires. Oftentimes, our own desires. Uh, come first. We want to watch our movie. We want to read this book instead of reading God's book. Uh, and I'm, in my own life, this is true. And But I'm beginning to realize the importance of prayer and studying the Word of God. And I, as I've begun to put it into application in my life and practice these things, I'm finding that I'm gaining a deeper clarity and uh, just intensity in Jesus. And my desires are beginning to align with him, and he's sanctifying my tastes to look more like him. See, when we grow up desiring our tastes over God's tastes, and even though we might have all the knowledge, or maybe not all the knowledge, but even though we have a lot of knowledge and understanding of Christ, and we can read the New Testament, read the Old Testament, and we can see, yeah, that this is truth, and that I can believe this, that it's truth, but not have the power of it in our lives, and know the truth but not have the truth implemented in our lives then uh, it's useless and in and in my life uh, that has been the case for most of my growing up and what I'm desiring is to get back to what the Bible says is needed for us to be in relationship, which is prayer, which is spending time in the word of God and investing in his presence and in the things that he desires and not my own desires. That is key to living for Christ. And so what I this podcast is, is for is to over to be seeking to overcome the frustration that Christians have with not being able to live the Christian life. And I think if we step back and we look at that, we'd recognize we're not spending time in prayer. We're not spending time in God's word in the way that is ap- actually going to bring power into our lives. We're not pursuing Christ with the reality that we want him. Truly all we want is Christ in our lives so we can get what we want. I think if we were being honest, that is what we want. And so I'm st- I really want Jesus to come into this picture and be rewriting what it looks like. We need to have our hearts rewritten and our tastes directed back to him. We've created tastes of ourselves. We've been pursuing ourselves. We desire the things that we want. And when we get the moment and we think, I should really pursue Christ, I should I should spend a few minutes reading his word, a few minutes in prayer right now, that is where we can make the decision to begin aligning our tastes with that of Christ. We can choose to lay down our wants sacrifice a little time for him. And eventually, those little sacrifices will turn into a desire for a relationship with Christ greater than we originally thought or intended. And I see that right now with me. Over the last few months, um, most of my life has not been in excellent prayer or study of the word at all. It's basically been next to nothing. And that's how I lived most of my life. I I had, I have knowledge of Christ, and I have knowledge of His Word just from being in a Christian lifestyle from, from birth. But that is not what gets us in relationship with Christ. It's the desire of Christ, and so now I've begun truly opening the Word of God every day, reading something, studying it out. I'm invest I'm investing time in prayer, and prayer is a big one for me. I it's hard for me to pray, and I need to be intent. And my cry in my prayers even is, Lord, teach me how to pray with your fullness and with your focus, because I need my taste to be aligned with your taste. Because right now I'm distracted, my mind's wandering, um, I pray for five minutes, and then I'm off in la-la land. And it's because it's not that those prayers that I just prayed for five minutes and now are I'm not, now in la-la land Are unaffected. It's because I haven't developed a deeper prayer life and I'm beginning to walk in that. And that's the sanctification process is every time I practice being in prayer, I should grow a little and Christ is growing me a little bit. And that might just look like maybe I can pray with focus for a couple more minutes. But all that is required of me is that I come to the Lord in prayer and pursue him. And that can look like however I want it to look like I come before him and, and praise him and be thankful before him and recognize his greatness and his goodness. And then I look at my own life and I realize how inadequate I am before him. And I can see the things that are keeping my my life from a fullness with him. And I can repent and turn away from those things. And then I can go before him in a purity of heart and request the fullness of Christ Jesus desires to give us things in his name. And so, this podcast, guys, it's it's for this. If you get nothing else from the rest of this podcast, this is key. That there be a relationship with Christ, and that relationship is dependent upon the time we invest with him. If you're experiencing frustrations in your life, check what you're doing with your time. Are you spending more time with, with Jesus praying to him, reading his word, examining him, wanting a relationship with him? Or are you focused on your own desires? And I can tell you, most of my life has been focused on my own desires, and I'm just now beginning to understand what it is to walk in the word of God, walk in prayer. And well, I know I'm kind of a baby in this, uh, I'm beginning to feel it just open up before me. I see the scriptures open up before me. I can see prayer opening up before me. And it is amazing, and I truly want that to be with you all as well. So I thank you guys tremendously for listening to this. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, And please be expectant for the next uh, podcast. It will be coming out on Wednesday. Uh, This podcast will be here Wednesday. You should be (laughs) listening to it on Wednesday, hopefully. Uh, And then the next podcast will be coming out next Wednesday. So Thank you all for listening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you all for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.